Were you, I mean, it's a, it's a thriller, a horror movie. Did you feel really like it was... Thrilling? Or did it creep you out at all? A little bit. Some of it. But I it like, wasn't... I like the, atm- the atmosphere of it was nice. If I, I mean, had, if I hadn't watched the trailer, I might have gotten a little more out of it. I just felt like everything fell short. Like, it, it felt like Scary Movie 4, you know? Where it was, like, scary, but in a laughable type of way. It's like all the good material for this movie was there. It's like they lingered on the wrong parts. What in the and the thing is the setup is so cool. I like I I think I really I really enjoyed the first 30 45 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And the whole concept is cool. I mean, what's cooler than cursed art? It was a horror movie and it was doing the horror movie thing, but almost like the movie got distracted and was trying to be a commentary on art and things like that. Yeah. And a commentary on culture. And it kind of got mixed up in that, and then would be a horror movie, and then would go back to making a commentary on things. Like, I thought it was really mixed up that it affected all art. It wasn't just his art. It's like, once you look at this art... In that case, I think it did feel kind of pretentious, that there aren't... Usually, like, a good horror movie has some type of rules going on. Like, you know what you can and can't do, and how mm-hmm. you're going to be affected. This was like... The art is just cursed, so don't go around it. Or any other art, for that matter. So where's, you know, and where's the line? Like, do people that walk in the museum and see it, are they all of a sudden, like, you know? Or do you have to be a purveyor of it? I thought that, but then you'd have to see the ending to see why I'm frustrated with that, because... And the thing is, the Jake Gyllenhaal character is so interesting. I would almost rather Dan Gilroy have just made a straight drama where he does with Jake Gyllenhaal what he did in Nightcrawler but for an art critic yeah even if he was haunted in his own mind where it wasn't an actual thing where maybe he comes stumbles across some art that really is very moving and it it pushes him to really dive into his own mind and start hallucinating and start doing this but yeah I, I thought it really lost a lot you know it really didn't focus on him very much at all in the end. And then it was just kind of like a, all right, everyone's... And then I also thought in the end it was very significant that there was no more art for her. And I thought, ah, she understands, but her punishment is now that she can't ever look at art again. That Please. pitch sounds so good. Jake Gyllenhaal and the director of Nightcrawler teaming up to make a horror movie about the art world. That's like, what are you going to do with that? That sounds like a lot of fun. And not as much as you would think. Well, and just art has so many tenets that you can, you know, it kind of made me think, like, I like looking at nature and I like being in nature, but art is another step of nature. It's once nature has evolved to have consciousness and then evolved to have pain and then be able to realize that pain. Like, that's very cool. It fell short. It fell. It was flat. And it was, even the backstory when it was talking about, like you find out that there, this artist had fires involved in his past and things like that, an abusive dad, like yeah. And then they said the whole thing about being in the insane asylum, and I was like, ah, now you just made it weird. Well, not yeah. weird. You just made it stereotypical. Right. Like you would, you would hope that there was something. 
I, shots, injections. Lord knows what's what. Lord knows what. I don't think there's going to be a lot of appeal for this type of movie. Like, if you're not someone who has an interest in art, or if you're not someone who has an interest in critics and critiquing, then you're definitely not going to come to this as someone who wants to watch a horror movie. No. You laugh at it. Which is kind of what it looks like whenever, if you're scrolling through Netflix and you see this movie or you watch the trailer, they show you the trailer whenever you're about to watch it. And the second to last death, that was so not scary at all. No, it wasn't. Stupid. The scariest thing was she went, ah! And then didn't you think that there were like a lot of things that were dropped in there, like that if you were to comb through the films, like, no, we don't need that. No, we don't need that. Like whenever she was like, your, your old boss, she, was, she hired your boyfriend so that she could make a buy. What was the point of that? They, they never interacted again. Like, why did, why did Coco come and say that? Well, and the, what is? The, I mean, the Alfonso Cuaron movie is very good. There, I can't think of that many big-name directors that have gone to Netflix and have come away with something big because it seems like Netflix does let you do what you want to do and doesn't have a ton of they're more worried about the how it's going to translate in terms of data for their users <laughs> instead of you know like a movie studio a that's company yeah instead of a movie studio that's going to be like these plot holes there's so much here that we don't need like let's tighten this up it seems like no one's really reining anyone in with Netflix movies yeah, maybe that's why Amazon is doing so much better 